Northern Arizona lost the Big Sky oh, Tournament Adam final. Candy. Oh, no. Uh, they lost to Montana State by uh, seven last night. So the what could have been 12 and 23 Lumberjacks are not going to the NCAA to tournament. Could have been. Pulled off, uh, I think it was three straight upsets to get to the title game and ended up losing in the championship game to Montana State. By the way, I do not know who it is. The color analyst for the Big Sky Championship game. This guy might have been 95 years old. And he made some of the most ridiculous references. Uh, something was harder than a country corn cob. I like that. Uh, he it's also creative. he also at one point referenced like he's like it's so tight it's like a phone booth in there or something like that. And then he said, even though you can't find phone booths anymore, which I enjoyed because <laughs> he he was self aware enough to realize phone booths don't really exist, exist but not self aware enough to change his weird references to something that meets modern times. He's just like ah, I'm sticking with the phone booth. Reference. This was the color analyst. Oh, the guy had to have been ninety years old. That's fantastic. You were, you were listening to this. Oh, he was hilarious. I like, I can't remember. Oh, I, Lady Rebels game ended and this game started before it ended, but I flipped over to this and I'm like, who is this guy? I've never heard somebody that I want to hear more on like the last game of the NCAA tournament that's on true TV than this guy. He, that's where he belongs. True TV, college basketball, NCAA tournament, this guy. Would he know more than Barkley? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Okay. Oh, him and Barkley would be great. That Barkley would, be awesome. would just be like, what the hell did you say about a corn cob? <laughs> he would be phenomenal. Yeah, oh, he yeah. no more teams. Well, I mean, come on. I can't name a single Northern Arizona Lumberjack, and I know more about him than Charles Barkley right. does. Like, I know their nickname's the Lumberjacks. Yes. Barkley doesn't know no. that. No chance. That's what they should do when Barkley's on there. Just ask the feel, nicknames uh, of teams. I feel bad for Candy. His team almost made it. Almost That'd made been it. Nice. Eh, don't feel bad. He didn't pay attention to him until three days ago. <laughs> yeah, but he, he finally caught up. What kind of shot is that? Have you ever shot that shot? Do you work on that shot? Well, that might be a fired coach, too. Justin Hudson yeah. and Fresno State were eliminated by Colorado State yesterday. Justin Hudson at Fresno State, five seasons, zero NCAA tournaments, two winning seasons. Both those seasons were his only two inside the Ken Palm Top 100 as well. He getting fired? I think, I, I think Heidi's gone. I think Heidi's getting fired. Yeah, five yeah. years is uh, quite you a long to go time. To the NCAA tournament, five years yeah. in a league where they've put some teams in the NCAA tournament. Right. And I think the other part is only two winning seasons in five right. years. It's not like oh, they've been a decent team that's been close every year. It's, Maybe you got to you know a couple. Well, now they made a. One of those, the CBI or the CIT, whichever one it was. They went to the, they won it or they went to the final. Uh, I think they might have won it a while yeah. ago, but that's not really something you're keeping Paying your job over, on, no. right? No. So, I think that's a long time, and I think actually think most athletic directors try to avoid that five years yes. without an NCAA it's tournament. Term bid. I think we're looking at three or four for most guys, and Hudson got five, so that would be my guess. But I think uh, he's on. they haven't done it yet, so. We'll see. They certainly weren't waiting for well, the game to end to immediately do it. It's eight oh three. Oh, you're right. Ten oh three. Give it two hours. When we're off the air at ten oh one, he'll be uh, he'll be fired. Oh, you know I can't tell you that. Kevin Durant missed last night's game against the Thunder. <laughs> this was supposed to be it. They, this was supposed to be he said it was going to be louder than he's ever heard in the coming out party in the first home game with Phoenix. He slipped in warmups. I know and hurt his ankle. This was it, man. Uh, Phoenix still won the game over Oklahoma City. Uh, I think the Thunder didn't have their best player, Shea Gilch-Alexander. 
but slipped in warm up. Yeah. This is a kid. Too excited? A kid on my like ninth grade basketball team did that. He rolled his ankle in warm ups and had to sit on the bench with his foot in an ice bucket. That's what Kevin Durant did last <laughs> night. He rolled his ankle in warm ups and couldn't play because of it. Brutal. That's, that's brutal. First and it was a, game. it was all by himself too. It was on a, he was just going in to shoot a layup. There was nobody around him and just, so he didn't step on a foot or no, anything. Wasn't stepped on anybody or a ball. Nothing hit him. Just him driving to the rim in a warm up and a drill and rolled his ankle. Oh no. That stinks. <laughs> I wanted to, I'm sure, I mean, if you're a Phoenix fan and it's his first home game and that's what happened. I'd be devastated. You'd be like, ah, oh, I'm here to see Maybe Kevin the first Durant game play. He paid for all year. Right. Tickets had to have been expensive, too. I'll do more looking into it, but I thought I saw something on Twitter this morning saying that he could have damaged a ligament that has him out for the rest of the regular season. No way. Oh, really? Man. Yeah, I'll, I'll look more into it, but I'm pretty sure I saw that on Twitter this God, morning. Man. NBA players are about to start load managing pregame warm-ups, too. Yeah, Kawhi, sit down. <laughs> Why are you shooting in warm-ups? Why are you taking those jumpers? Daddy had a breakaway. Zion Williamson will miss (laughs) at least two more weeks. Uh, He has a hamstring injury. He has not played since January 2nd. And again, the wording there is important. At least two more weeks. It stinks because I love watching him play. It stinks. He just dribbles to the rim and nobody stops him. And it's hilarious. And it's fun. But he literally can't can't do it more than like 40 games a year. He can't stay healthy. And the... It's not funny because he's not he's injured, but the funniest part of it to me is that every time Zion Williamson is hurt, the updates are always he's going to be reevaluated in 2 weeks. Okay, he's out for at least 2 more two weeks. More. Like it's always at least. It's never he will be back on this day. It's not he's out at least 2 weeks and then we'll see. It might be another 2 weeks after that. We're just going to keep adding on weeks every time he's out injured. And yeah, which is a lot. The Pelicans got a franchise-level player who literally can't stay on the floor because he's always hurt. I, uh, what was the question again? I'm sorry, I just got <laughs> Ja Morant will not be charged with a crime. The Glendale police in Colorado said they did not have enough evidence to charge anyone with a crime. I saw Sham Sharnia tweet that the police, the statement from the police specifically said they didn't have any witnesses to confirm. Wait a second. That he even had a gun. Witnesses that would come forward or say something. There were witnesses to this. Right. I Which mean, was the, was the, the fascinating part. Waving a gun around in and a club. Because they apparently said just a video is not enough because you can't technically prove from the video where he was and what exactly he had in his hand and all of that. So they would have needed a witness. Oh, there were witnesses. To Believe say, hey, this is where we were. Yeah. This is what he had in his hand. And apparently nobody was willing to do well, that. Because they know about the 17-year-old <laughs> who got beat up after the pickup game. Uh, so John Morant can still face pun- uh, punishment from the NBA. Uh, he is going to be out for another four games. The Grizzlies announced that yesterday. As he's still away from the team, they're not calling it a suspension. By the way, I did see somebody who covers the Grizzlies tweet out, it makes all the sense in the world for John Morant to be held out of the trip to Miami. (laughs) A lot of clubs. Uh, Oh, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to give an update on Durant, but you guys finish about Morant. No, uh, this was uh, I, I, I lost my train of thought on Durant or Morant. No. If they investigate, I want to see how they're going to prove he had the gun on the plane 
or at the hotel because that's 50 games. Okay, I saw. By I the mean, way, I think un- he probably did an what, update did he, on that. Did he show up to Denver and someone handed him a gun? Now, Might have. Mark maybe. Stein, who's the one that tweeted out it was an auto 50 game suspension, went back and said there's actually nothing that says it's auto. So if they determine he had the gun on the plane and or at the hotel, which is in the CBA that that year, once you get to the hotel. You're, you're on team premises. Your, yeah, you're team premises. You're representing the NBA. It's not an automatic It's not 50. auto 50. 50 they is what Gilbert Arenas got, but it's not automatic. Okay. So they could come to a different... To 10. Right, if they can do basically whatever they want, apparently. Okay. But I would guess if they somehow find a way to prove he brought a gun on a flight or had it at a team facility or whatever, that they would suspend him just... Maybe not for 50. Right. How long is the question? So, according to Greg Moore of the Arizona Republic, he reported that there is concern within the organization that Durant has a grade two sprain, which could keep him out the remainder of the regular season. Good God. And I just saw a video of the, the ankle turn. He he was literally just jogging towards yeah. the basket and went for a layup, and that's when he rolled yeah. it. He wasn't doing anything crazy, just tried to do a normal layup. Can you imagine that? That whole thing about getting him, and all of a sudden he's got he goes in for a layup and blows up the ankle to a grade two sprain. Okay. What a silence. <laughs> <laughs> the Las Vegas Aces games will be broadcast on the Silver State Sports and Entertainment Network. That is the new channel from Fox Five that broadcasted uh, quite a few UNLV games this season. Uh, 10 games will be on Fox 5, the actual big Fox channel, uh, and the rest will either be a national TV game or on Silver State Sports and Entertainment Network. My complaint, I have DirecTV and we don't get this channel. Yeah. Same here. I get DirecTV. I mean, what am I doing? I like the... uh... I like the 10 games on Fox, and knowing it's the Aces, they'll be nationally televised. But They put it out yesterday. Yeah. I think it was like eight games are nationally Nash televised. televised. So, so now we're at 18 we can watch. Out of, out of 40. Yeah. So that's still not half, though. Still not even half. I Are they going to stream these online? I would. I don't know. Is there an agreement with Cox that that can't happen? Probably not. If they stream it online, we can watch them. Because the UNLV games that were on Silver State Sports and entertainment. Were they streamed? Well, they were all streamed through the Mountain West Network. Okay. And that the this was just sort of an extra, hey, we'll put it on a television channel for people right, in Las Vegas. Right. But I don't know if this is going to be streamed online. Otherwise, I won't be able to watch half the Aces yeah. game at home. And what else am I going to do in the summer? Watch more baseball? Well, you, yeah, have, you have season tickets. No, I don't. I thought you had season tickets to the Aces. No. You just go to we just went games. to the postseason games. You just went to the postseason yeah. games? Oh, okay. Why not? They're playing for a title. And no, they were ten not, bucks. Not, not taking By the way, side note, side note. Mark Davis raised the Aces ticket prices to afford Lamar Jackson. He didn't. He didn't raise them for the playoffs, which is great. But if you I can't afford Lamar Jackson, pay, I hope he doesn't have to pay for that pizza. The free uh, miss twice, miss get a slice, twice, get a slice. Is he having to pay for that because he's not getting more Lamar Jackson if they, <laughs> that happens? Because no. there were lines at that pizza joint. They like they went out the hotel. <laughs> um, don't they broadcast their games on ESPN Plus? I thought I've seen a lot no. of WNBA games on ESPN+. Plus. I've seen them on ABC, like the ESPN family. I've seen them on ABC. I didn't. I don't know if they're on ESPN+. Plus. I don't think they have like a... It's not like the NHL where every game is on right. ESPN+. Plus. I think it's only a, hey, if it's picked up by ESPN, it'll be on there too. 
those are great. That's that's another great question. Jim Beheim retired. Syracuse got eliminated from the ACC tournament on a Wake Forest buzzer beater yesterday. And then Jim Beheim gave one of the weirdest post-game press conferences yeah, you'll ever this, see. But it's typical of Beheim. He said that he gave a retirement speech at their last home game and nobody picked up on it. And then he gave one at the press conference and no one picked yeah. up on it. Do you guys want the sound? I sure, have. Let's, yeah, go. let's go. Here's Jim Beheim sounding retiring. weird. Not right. retiring. Hang no. on one second. Okay. Right. Fake retiring. All right, here we go. Well, I gave my retirement speech on the court last Saturday and I gave it in the press conference afterwards and nobody... Except William, William Payne figured it out. Are you, are you saying right now that you're, you, you're going to retire? This is up to the university. You, you want to come back? I didn't say that. <laughs> uh, okay, but, so what are you saying? You're not saying you're retiring, I but you're I not just saying. said it. I don't know. So you don't know? Okay. I said this is up to the university. And that was Jim Beheim's last press conference as the head coach what? of Syracuse. What was that? <laughs> it's Jim Beheim. It's Jim Beheim just being Jim Beheim. And then something and then was, they gave it to the they gave it to the assistant within two seconds. Yeah. And something that was pointed out by a lot of people, the press release that Syracuse put out saying Jim Beheim is retired did not have a statement from Jim Beheim in it. Like normally there's a quote like, Oh, my time's yeah. been great here, blah, blah, I won, blah. I won like eight hundred and ninety right. games. He's been there since nineteen seventy six. That's an insane amount yeah. of time, and that's the last press conference he gave, and he had no quote in the statement from the university about him retiring. What the hell happened there? Like they haven't been good the last two years, but it got that he kinda, weird. He knew he knew Adrian Autry, his former player and now associate head coach, was going to get head coach. And Mike DeCourcy wrote this column last night in typical Jim Beheim fashion. He could have he could have been a lot better in that press conference and kind of you know. Giving props to Autry, like, hey, my guy's going to be yeah. a coach. And, but he didn't do that. He had to be Jim Beheim and <laughs> kind of mess around with the reporter and just be kind of a clownish. Just oddly standoffish. Yeah. Like, I, I told, of, I gave my retirement speech. So you're retiring? It's not up to me. It's up to the, the hell, What do you mean it's not up to you? So How you, retirement so you works. want to come back? I didn't say that. <laughs> like, all right, buddy. All right. All right. Coming up next here on ESPN Las Vegas. Uh, the Golden Knights, they have even more goalie injuries. Florida into the zone. Reinhardt pulls it, shoots, stop, rebound, and a great sliding glove save. Aiden Hill is really following the puck very well right now, Dan. To the left for Jack Eichel. Jack turns down the boards. Jack opens up the righty at the left wall. Leads down to the goal line. Quick stick, centering pass, broken up. Eichel again. Eichel to the middle. One-timer. Theodore scores! Power play goal scored by Shea Theodore, and the Knights cut the deficit to 2-1. to one. You're on the elevator up to the press box with Graney and Bischoff. We have spent so much time talking about who the Golden Knights are going to have in goal when the playoffs start. <laughs> They're not going to be you, healthy. You, None of them. You. <laughs> so Aiden Hill did not practice yesterday. Uh, Ashley Vice tweeted out that he's dealing with a lower body injury. And the Golden Knights have called Yuri Patera up from the Henderson mm -hmm. Silver Knights, which implies that Aiden Hill is not going to play today. Which means their two goalies for tonight's game Johnny are Quick. Jonathan Quick and Yuri, Yuri Patera, Patera, while Logan Thompson, Laurent Brossois, and Aiden Hill are all out injured. Hey, this gives your... Well, you wanted them to start five on this trip, but now it looks like, because there's no chance Aiden Hill's come back, because when they get injured on that team, 
They immediately go to IR. <laughs> um, so eventually, you're gonna you wanted Johnny Quick to start four or five. He's gonna start four probably. Well, is he it, back if to we, back? Yeah. So they play Kira? Saturday and come on, Sunday. throw him in there now. He's like 37, hey. isn't he? He is 37 years old. Yes. Like. You can't start in back-to-back games, right? Yuri you P- wanted him starting all five. I did, yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're not going. They're going to start Yuri Patera in a game, aren't they? Likely, yes. Gosh, this is incredible. Uh, do they want him back? Gave up not four the goals other night. or he five up, goals. He was up four zero. <laughs> they lost five. the game. Probably don't want him back. It's it's incredible how bad the injury situation has been in goal for this team. To where again, three guys are out injured right now. And it's Jonathan Quick, who they just traded for and has not been very good the entirety of the season. And now Yuri Patera as the backup goalie. Could be uh, could be the 50-year-old who's the uh, coach from the uh, yes. Silver Knights who's now the backup <laughs> down at the Silver Knights. Silver Knights now. Because the Golden Knights have so many goalie injuries, they have Isaiah Seville, who is their now their number one goalie, and their backup goalie is the goalie coach. In Henderson, down in, down in Henderson, which yeah. is phenomenal. How old is he? I just heard last night. I mean, I might be completely wrong, um, but someone texted. Someone texted me. Did did someone in the organization just sign a fifty year goalie? <laughs> and I'm not. I said I don't know about that. Or actually, he asked me, called me, and said, "Did this happen?" I said, "I don't know about that." He goes, "I'm going to check because that's a great story." The Golden Knights are like two injuries away from a 50-year-old goaltending coach of the Silver Knights being their goalie. Like, they just, he's going to be their goalie soon. Are there back-to-backs there? Because that guy might get a start. Oh, that'd be great. Get him in net for the Silver Knights. He's, that's gonna be, he's third in line now. Oh, well, no, he's not third in line. because Might guy, be. No, the guy coming up at 830 is going to be third in line. I was going to say, can we get yeah. Millard on the Silver oh, yeah, Knights? Absolutely. Millard's just there to bring back the injured players and let them boost their confidence by scoring on him. That's all. That's what, he's, that's what he exists for. I told Millsy on Twitter yesterday, get ready, buddy. It's coming. You're going you're gonna to be the guy. Well, I mean, they're not that far away. Everyone keeps <laughs> no. getting hurt. God, that's incredible. I would assume Aiden Hill's injury is not a long-term injury. Ugh. Okay, you're right. You're right. Yeah, that's a fair. That's a fair scoff. I should not assume that. But like, are they going to be healthy when the postseason <laughs> comes around? Like, what? What yes, are they doing? Yes. They'll be plenty rested. I don't know. They will be, be rested. Their knees might not work, but Johnny they'll be Quick, rested. Johnny Quick's now the guy. He is the guy. He's the guy. He's going to be the guy in the playoffs. <laughs> Imagine that. We were talking about it all day yesterday. Like, what are they going to do with this guy if he's not any good? It's like, not any good. He's going to be the starter now. Could you imagine Quick leads them to a deep playoff run? <laughs> not really. You know what? Which would be perfect. That would be, be a great story. That would be the funniest scenario because he's an unrestricted free agent and Robin Leonard's coming back. Well, we think. Well, he's got he's bankrupt. He's got to come back. Right? He's got to make some money. He's got to find out where to put all those yeah. snakes. Where do you put the snakes? So, if in all honesty, if Jonathan Quick were the goalie and played well in the postseason, they'd probably have to let him walk. Yeah, because they have all these other dudes. <laughs> but all the other guys are hurt. So, <laughs> right. like, that's the part that we kind of forget about in this season. 
is Robin Leonard. Robin Leonard's not right. able to play the whole year. Right. Technically, they're on their second string goalie to start the year. So it's Leonard, Thompson, Brossois, and Hill. Hill. And Quick. Are all out because of injury. They're on to what's effectively their fifth goalie. That's insane. Yeah. They didn't even get down to five in year one when Flurry and Subban and Oscar Dance got hurt and Max Legacy was in net for right. like 13 games or something crazy like that. Like, this is ridiculous how far down they're having to go into their goalie depth, which, by the way, in year one, they were fine when they went like 500. Yeah, they, they stayed afloat and went all the way to the yeah. final. So they're obviously winning the West this year. Yes. Yeah, obviously. This quick's going to beat the Kings. He's going to beat the Kings a couple times, and he's going to, and they're going to, they're going to eke out that. the. Uh, they're, you don't, oh, you don't think so? If they play the Kings, they lose. If Quick's in that, he just can't. He just can't come up and beat the former team. The Kings have a better goalie. Well, <laughs> he's the one you think they should have traded. They for. should have traded That's for Corpusallo. Well, to be fair, if they had traded for Corpusallo, he would be hurt now. So That's true. That's true. He'd be on IR <laughs> with a lower with a lower body injury. They don't these guys, I don't think so. Let me think. I don't think any of them have upper body injuries. Thompson's is definitely lower body because we saw the Aiden Hill's sliding. lower body. I, I, I know, and, and and Brassois is a lower body. Yeah. Isn't um uh, isn't Leonard a neck or is it back? Leonard had two hip well, he surgeries. Had, yeah, he had all kinds of stuff. He's lower, middle, and upper. Yeah, he's everywhere. He's everywhere. Just yeah. full body injuries. Right. Full body. But he's he had, full he had, body, yeah. He had two hip surgeries. Was I think the that was the thing that was like, oh, you're done for the whole year. Was because he had to have two hip surgeries. I'm assuming hips are considered lower body. Yeah, yeah, yeah right below the yeah, waist. Yeah. Lower oh, okay. body. That hip bone kind of comes up above your waist, so you could maybe say, yeah. eh. Two hip surgeries for a goalie. That doesn't no sound bo- good. No yeah, bueno. that doesn't sound no like bueno. an ideal place. You kind of need your hips. <laughs> you kind of need your hips to move around the uh, crease there. God, what a fascinating team. I love this hockey team. They, they're in first place. Even when they don't play for a day. There's news. Well, It's like, oh, so, the goalie's hurt, and, and yeah. Yuri Patera's getting called up. And you never see it during games. They all look fine, and then like the next day, well, he has a lower body. It's like, when did that happen? All of them except Thompson, right? They've all been. Well, when did he yeah, get hurt? Thompson, yeah, exactly. Thompson, we we, we saw, yeah, because right. he left the but ice. But Brassois, wasn't he the same way? It was like the next day. Well, he's hurt now. It's I like, think what, so. You watch the game, like I didn't see that guy get hurt. Oh boy, Yuri Patera, twenty-seven games. No, 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 no. <laughs> Yuri Patera, twenty-seven games with Henderson this year, a nine-one-six save percentage. Ooh. That's got to be the best in the entire team because they give All up right, a lot so, of goals. So he does get a back-to-back. Who does? Quick? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, has to. You can't start quick in back-to-back games. Even if quick gets you two straight shutouts. The guy's 37. You can't put him out there two games in a row on the road. I want them to. They got to fly from where are they? Carolina to St. Louis, too. Uh, Tonight's Tampa, then it's Carolina, then, right? Then they go to St. Louis, then they go back to, to Philly. Philly. Yeah, you, you can't play quick in all of those. He's old. You wanted them in all five yesterday. I mean, I did, but they're not going to. <laughs> I want. I want to. Well, listen, I, I wanted to three two. That lasted a game. I have changed. I now want Yuri Patera to start all the games. That's now that he's an option. <laughs> get this guy in net. Kidding me? He's going to be great. I fully expect Yuri Patera to have a shutout. They're going to. They're going to play a game with Patera. They're going to allow six shots the entire game. 
They're only going to take five themselves, but they are only going to allow six shots on net in that entire game, and it's just one of them just might go the, in. They're going to have the two defenders stand in front of right. them and never move. Right. And, and they're just n- block everything. They're not going to try to score. You're not going to move. It's going to be you're great. Just standing in front of this guy. All right. Coming up next, Darren Millard joins the show. Does it matter how Jumbo Hockey is back on? What the f*** is wrong with you guys? Both of you, you're f***ing from another planet. I can't believe we live in the same country. Oh, the f***ing phone's ringing during hockey night in Canada. Who's calling during hockey night in Canada? Who the f*** even has a hard line anymore? Jumbo, rip the f***ing phone out of the hole! What's next? You're going to have someone deliver a pizza during the f***ing overtime? We have no idea if he'll pick up, but this is the time he agreed to. This is the VGK Update with Darren Millsy Millard. Listen to him Monday through Friday at 4 on the VGK Insiders on Fox Sports Las Vegas. We know that he picked up, but all I heard before we came back was that he might be in an elevator. Darren, can you hear us? In my elevator. Oh, your elevator. My elevator. Oh, are you there own other an people with you? I don't ride elevators with other people. Oh, awkward. Do you kick them Weird. out or do you just wait? Uh, I just stand okay. in front of the door, and then as it's closing, I make my way into the elevator, and people are like, "What's with that dude?" Yeah. But by the time it closes, uh, I'm already on by myself, and they're left to discuss it. Uh, so I don't, I'm I'm fine with it. I'll never see them again. <laughs> Jeez. If if you're in the elevator and people are coming towards the elevator, do you try to close it or will you hold it open? Oh, sometimes. Oh, t- totally close it. I, I like back away from the door, yeah. and then and then I hold up my hand saying, "Sorry." <laughs> this is why we're friends. I I don't like people. Also, yeah, no, I, I don't I'm like people. Totally, Ed, Ed and I are absolutely uh, on the same page w- with this thing. Uh, it's it's people are annoying. Like I have so. M- Many friends that I don't need to be friends, I've started paring it down. I've cut, I'm cutting people out of my life. I worried him the other night at the game because I was standing behind a curtain and I just yelled out, "Milzy!" Oh boy, that that freaked me out. And I was, and then uh, you were you were backlit, so I couldn't see exactly who, who it was. <laughs> who and, else would it have been? <laughs> and I was with I was with uh, with Elliot, and it freaked us both out. But then once we got it, I felt bad that I didn't stick around and talk to you more. No, no, it was great. I just wanted to stand behind the curtain and yell your name. The ghost of Ed Brady. How did you know that we were there? You just looked out and Uh, were you waiting for us? I was, I'm, oh, I know. (laughs) Right as I took the first step down, I looked up and I thought I saw you. So I ran down the stairs and hid behind the curtain. Ah, that's that's the way. Because I was thinking, how do you even know that was there? Apparently, Ed's inner 12-year-old comes out exactly. when he sees Darren Millard at a exactly. Golden Knights game. That's why I like Ed, because I like hanging out with uh, with the older kids. He's 12. I'm, I'm the inner 8-year-old. That's all right. Uh, okay. Uh, Darren, could you tell us how close you are in line to playing goal for the Golden Knights? Not even close. Are you sure? Uh, yes. Okay. Yes, but it is. Uh, it is. If I would have had my gear yesterday, I probably would have practiced. Like that, that, that being the case, uh, I, I obviously am not even close because of uh, my my duties on on television oh. are more important. <laughs> um, the it, it's not great, but I tell you what, it it does ring true how important that move was at the deadline to acquire a goaltender. And uh, I'll take uh, people back. I, I talked to Kelly McCrimmon on the. Uh, 
on the set, television set, on trade deadline day. And I posed him a question because uh, there's a possibility that by the, by the start of the playoffs, the Golden Knights have four healthy goaltenders that have all played in the National Hockey League this season. And now there's four, uh, four goaltenders that have played for the Golden Knights this season uh, just uh, as a whole. And he said, yeah, true, we've, we've, we've thought about that. But there's also the possibility we, we only have three healthy goalies or two healthy goalies or one healthy goalie or, uh, heaven forbid, nobody. Like, we, we, we needed to make sure that we were, we were covered in this case. And uh, I, I know that, uh, that you may look at that and say, well, it's deflecting an answer, it's defending in a position. Well, the defense is, is standing across the, the, the street from me right now at Amelie Arena in Jonathan Quick, who's going to start tonight as the only healthy goaltender that the Golden Knights have that has played in the National Hockey League this year. And uh, really, really fortunate. Now, I don't know uh, whether he plays all three games in the next four nights, uh, whether Aiden Hill is going to be able to come back because uh, uh, Bruce told uh, Dan Duva this morning uh, that, uh, that, that Aiden's been battling something that comes and goes, a lower body injury, and he's, and he's day-to-day. Uh, I don't know whether that will allow uh, Aiden to play at, at all this weekend or Yuri Patera, who's been recalled from the Henderson Silver Knights, uh, gets his first national hike of the game. But uh, for two of those games, uh, at least, uh, I know that Jonathan Quick is is likely to play, which gives them uh, a guy that's got some national hike league experience and a whole lot better than what the uh, alternative is uh, or was if they wouldn't have gone on and acquired him. We never see these injuries till the next day. Isn't it weird? The, Isn't it weird? Oh, I mean, they must obviously happen during the game, but it's always except we saw Logan Thompson's, but Brossois and now Aiden Hill, we didn't hear about till the next day. I mean, you're a goalie. Do, do, do things happen like you know, ha- um, hamstrings, groins? I mean, when you're trying to stop pucks and then you just kind of gut it out, and the next day you say, "Hey, I've got something." Ed, are you? Did you bug me? Did you put a uh, a listening device uh, on my phone and and you're you're eavesdropping on my conversations? I, because that, that I, is impossible. I, I've had this conversation with people in and around the National Hockey League over the last couple of uh, days, and, and it was prior to what happened recently with with, with Aiden Hill. Uh, one one's a former goaltender who's an analyst in, in the NHL, uh, talking about how different it is that goalies in in the case of Brassois and Hill uh, prior to this uh, finish games and and then are out. It's it's very different it's it's totally unique usually if you've got something going on uh it's going to bother you in some regard and i will be 100 percent honest i didn't i missed the brassois injury i didn't see him hobbling at all uh, in chicago uh i was surprised by that it's obviously uh significant because um uh, he is uh he's week to week uh right now or day to day i can't remember the exact terminology but he's not available uh, he's not in this road trip uh, and, and Aiden Hill now twice. I, 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 usually you see a guy slow to get up or a guy straining to, to get across. I didn't see either uh, situation uh, with, with, with either of the goaltenders, and now it's happened three times. It's, it's, it's really strange, Ed. Ed didn't have you bugged. He's actually just standing behind a curtain near you. <laughs> Ed, can you grab me a water? Yes, exactly. <laughs> I'll get you one, buddy. What do you think of this hotel? It's pretty good. <laughs> Is it a Marriott? That's all Ed cares about. Are you getting points? It is a Marriott. There you go. Ed, there Ed, you go. I take care of <laughs> my, my, my right. buddy Ed. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. 
this is actually might have some seriousness to it, given the situation with the goaltenders. Uh, is Fred Brathwaite the backup goalie for the Silver Knights? And would you actually potentially be in line to be a Silver Knights goalie if there were like two more injuries? No. Oh, um, come but on. Fred Brathwaite was, uh, was the e-bug, the emergency backup goaltender last night uh, for, for the Silver Knights. And I'm anticipating some kind of transaction uh, that will, that will uh, backfill. Uh, that position. Uh, I know Freddie really well, and uh, Freddie is one of the greatest human beings of all time. I also know Freddie has no real interest in playing <laughs> hockey again. Uh, he's very comfortable in his role as a goalie coach. Um, but he did get new equipment this year. Uh, when he's been the e-bug in the past, he's used his old uh, old stuff, which I don't even think his pads were legal. Uh, there's there's a limit on how wide they can be. They changed that a few years ago. His were 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 from before that. So if he went in, I'm not sure how that would have uh, would happen. He's a great athlete and, and quick, but I I think it, it would have been illegal equipment. But uh, Freddie was the bug last night, and I expect something to um, to be announced uh, at some point. I don't I don't think they're going the next week and a half with Freddie. As, and it's not just the the games, but it's the the practices that you need need a second goaltender for. We did not ask this earlier, but I want to ask you. Uh... Does winning the Pacific matter? Or are you in home ice? Or are you more worried about matchups? Uh, I would rather win the Pacific. Uh, I think there's a confidence that goes with that, Ed, uh, that, that, that makes a statement uh, to everybody and adds a little bit of swagger going in. Um, I, I, would, uh, I would rather win the Pacific. Now, matchup, uh, I've, I've run the, the gamut on the, on the matchup, and uh, some of them uh, are, are challenging even if you win the division. Uh, you, you can make a case that it, that it might be more challenging uh, being the top seed in, in the division as opposed to second or third uh, in the division. Right. But, uh, but I, would still, I would still like to, to win the division and have that, uh, that going forward. Now, the, the, the flip side is there's the potential if Seattle can somehow get through and win the division that Vegas and L.A. would play. Uh, wouldn't that be uh, drama-filled with Jonathan Quick coming over? Would be great. All right. Um, Ed is somewhere behind you. Be careful. He might try to take you out. Pop out. Darren Millard. Why, why, why would he take me out? We're buddies. It's not Never like would. you. Like, Never if, would. If I was worried that you were here, I'd have a cattle prod in my hand ready <laughs> Darren, to stab you. Darren, you know what they always say about serial killers? Never would what? have expected him. That's Ed Graney for you. <laughs> <laughs> But I've got you, Peg. That's right. That's, so it's not going to be me. I'm going to be there to try to save you from Ed and be like, wow, I never would have thought Ed would have done it. And that's who it is. All right, Darren. Uh, you, can see, you can see him on AT&T Sportsnet tonight before the Golden Knights play and during intermission and postgame. Darren, we appreciate it. Oh, I love it. Oh, wow. It's great. That's him. That's I love Darren. when we get the dial I can't believe tone. he just hung up. So... The elevator's interesting. Oh, no, no. What's more interesting? You ran and hid to try to scare Darren Millard? Yes. That's phenomenal. Yes, I did. I, <laughs> I, you know when you go down the stairs and you have the curtain? Yeah. And you're walking back into the press box? I just kind of put my head behind the curtain, and he came by and go, Milty! And I just had my head sneaking out like this. I thought it was just one of those where you you guys were both trying to go through the curtain from opposite directions, and you just that would have been better. But he never he doesn't come down the he doesn't come down those stairs. Press box. He just walks in the kind of corridor there as they're walking to wherever they go to. I guess back to the set. I don't know. Um, But I did hide behind the curtain. God, I'm so excited that you were like, I'm gonna hide. And yeah. scared Darren Millard. He didn't see me because he was way down. He was behind the person he was walking with. Um, and so he didn't really see me go down the stairs. And I said, I'm going to scare Millsy. 
Since both of you don't like people, would you ride in an elevator together? Yeah. With Darren? Yeah. Yeah. I don't okay. have a problem riding in elevators yeah. with people. Well, no, no, you not to, not you, you to, Ed and Darren. We well, don't oh. have to like them to. Yeah, I ride in elevators with people. I don't like any of them. Do you think Darren would let you in his elevator? Yeah, he has no Would choice. he save the door if it was closing and saw you I coming? I think he would. I See, think he would. Here's the thing. At Golden Knights games, they have an elevator attendant. Yes. In the so elevator. So you're in with somebody. So Millard right. doesn't get to control who's in. Unless I, he, might, he could pay him off, I guess. I guess. He, he's not in there pushing the buttons. That slip him a 20 is. and say, shut that door yeah. right now. Don't let Ed Graney Plus, in Plus, that here. elevator's way too busy. It is a very busy oh, elevator. Yeah. You, you can't. Get you two, can't you tell get them. Off at three. You get yeah. off at five. People are stopping that thing the whole time. Takes ten minutes to take the elevator up to the yeah. press box. Yeah. My favorite thing is that football games when they say the elevators will be held for coaches in the last five minutes right. of a quarter or something like that. I've never actually tried, but do the elevator attendants say no if you're not a coach that comes over to use the elevator? For Raiders, they do. It'd be great. Say nope. Get the hell out of here. You're not on staff. I mean, they they have you line up for Raiders and you wait for the coaches to come through. That's why we always get reports about coaches trying to fight each other, right? Oh, they're on the same elevator. Yeah. And like you hear like sometimes we'll get on the elevator with them if there's the last few coaches and they finally say, Oh guys, you can go and they'll you know, they'll say, Hey, good game. They'll talk to each other, yeah, good job, good job. And oh. that's uh that's about it. And then they stare straight ahead. Then they fight. There's I think it no... was the last year, maybe second to last year at Sam Boyd when some UNLV coaches and some Nevada coaches were yelling at each other right behind the press box. Really? It was great. Cause the, the, at Sam Boyd? Oh, yeah, because it's all one big open area, right. and then the coaches go into their little booths, but yes. they came out and were yelling at each other. It was phenomenal. That's awesome. Love that. All right, coming up next, we get more hide-and-seek tips from Ed Graney. Live from the Finley Toyota ESPN Las Vegas studios, this is The Press Box with Graney and Bischoff. Two things. First off, the New York Yankees are off to the worst injury luck with starting pitchers. Uh, Frankie Montas is already going to miss at least half the season, and just today they announced that Carlos Rodon is going to start the year on the IL. So the Yankees have already lost two starting pitchers for the beginning of the season. Um, Can you hear Chris Chapman uh, cheering in the background? <laughs> but uh, more importantly... We have gotten two weeks, I think, of spring training with the pitch clock in place. Yes. Yesterday, some major league teams played against some World Baseball Classic yeah, teams. Tune-ups. Tune-ups for the World Baseball Classic. And they did not play with the pitch clock because the World Baseball Classic is not going to play with the pitch clock. And I already missed the pitch clock. Yeah, because these games are pushing four hours. Astros in Venezuela played for three hours and 45 minutes yesterday. The Astros spring training games with the pitch clock, they have not had a game go over three hours yeah. yet. Right. And they played for 3.45 yesterday. The pitch clock is so good. And it's going to be a pain to watch games without the pitch clock like the World Baseball Classic. Now, you, did you watch this Astros game? I was just on was my it TV. On? I didn't really pay that much attention to it. But you had it on the TV. I got three TVs. Of course it was on one of the TVs. <laughs> Middle of the day. What else was I going to watch? <laughs> Champions League was over. So let's put on some spring training baseball. Jose Altuve got a hit against the Astros. It was fun. The interesting part, though, because Team USA played... The Giants last night as well, and they lost. lost the Giants. Brutal. But what both Venezuela and the United States did, they used minor league pitchers from the team they were playing against. If at any point they had a pitcher who couldn't get out of an inning, they'd go get a minor leaguer from the Astros or from the Giants <laughs> to come in and pitch and finish the inning. 
because they were like, well, we've got so many pitch count, pitch count and innings we want these guys right. to throw. Right. If they blow it, well, we're not bringing in somebody else yet. So give we're us one. We're bringing in someone real. Yeah, give us one of your bum minor leaguers, and we're going to let them pitch. So they're not even. They don't even have their pitchers ready to go. But we'll see. World Baseball Classic going on right now. It's brutal timing. What the WBC? Because right now the only ones that are playing are the ones that are playing in Asia. Right. The ones that are There's in Florida. Games going on. Yeah, the ones that are in Florida and in uh, Arizona haven't started yet. Right. Once those start, it'll be fine timing. U.S. plays Great Britain on Saturday. I believe Is it's the a, opener. I believe it's a six o'clock start. Uh, so we'll get a normal timed baseball game. Is it the opener for them? I think so. I think that's right. I think it's this weekend. But uh, yeah, you see, last night Mookie Betts leading off for Team USA. Yeah, good. What, are you afraid he's going to get hurt? Good for him. Something will happen to oh him. Oh, my God. Come Something on. You don't have to be so pessimistic about everything. <laughs> Why? Because they're going to finish third? They'll be fine. So, yeah, the uh, Saturday's game against Great Britain, uh, Phoenix, Arizona at 6 p.m. Yeah. Oh, no, he's already looking for the line. And it's on Fox. <laughs> you betting a degenerate? No. Why not? Will you bet any World Baseball Classic? I think Adam Wainwright's starting not. for Team USA. Why not? Probably not. Yeah, you will. Probably not. You're you're gonna watch one game and be like, oh, I gotta bet on this. No, I'm <laughs> I'm looking at futures for baseball season. I'm not worried about the classic. Have you uh, gone down the road of the Padres yet? As far as what betting win futures. totals? Yeah. No. no Ed over. thinks the Padres are going 162 go and 0. Go over on them. Go. They're, over. I believe their over their win total was sitting at uh, 96 or 94. Yeah, uh, flying over. They're not going to come close to going over 96. Unbelievable. They're not going to come close to that. God, I hate this. (laughs) Hate that the Dodgers are going to The Dodgers haven't even started losing anything yet. (laughs) It's coming. I mean, they lost a couple players, but they haven't actually lost anything yet. You're panicked over there. Oh, I'm so panicked right now. You see Miguel Vargas take another plate appearance without swinging the bat, and you're going to lose it. Yeah. That guy. Like I told you, we already have Muncie who doesn't swing. It's your starting shortstop, Miguel Vargas. Yes, he is. The Dodgers are still somehow going to win 94 games. You know that, right? Well, you were saying the other day that this might be the year they win it all because no one's... Yeah, they're going to get in as... Yeah, they'll get in as an 88-win wildcard team, and this will be the year they win the World Series. Miguel Vargas will get hot in the NLCS. Some random guy I haven't heard of yet is going to get hot in the World Series, (laughs) and they're going to win it. That's how it's going to work. Every player the Dodgers use is good. Even the Trace Thompson. The best Clay's, teams. Clay's brother had a good year yes. last year. He just came up and had a really good year. Because they probably cheat and they don't get caught. So they're always good.